What's up, Banana Bunch? You know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the Jungle Gyms Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. Sorry, I know I mentioned last week I was under the weather. I'm actually much worse this week. I'm so sorry you have to hear and see me this way, but also you're welcome to get a little insight into my real life. Hey, I got a fun episode coming up for you. We're celebrating a birthday today. We're celebrating the 10th anniversary of one of the breweries on Cincinnati's Mount Rushmore of breweries. I've been using that analogy a lot lately. Uh, but it is the 10-year anniversary of Mad Tree. I love Mad Tree. Look, outside of my Jungle Gyms time, Mad Tree Brewing was one of the first breweries to ever join me on my old show when I used to do a bad advice show called Question Mark. Uh, so it was really nice to get a chance to sit down with Kenny. And well, I guess I haven't sat down with Brady on a show before, but Kenny had come on the show a couple of times. Uh, it's a really great time. And uh, I guess I just just give you a couple of heads up. We had like 10 of us in the room. So uh, I did everything I could to make sure you'll see uh, if, if you're watching the video version, I'm wearing headphones the whole time. I'm trying to monitor as best as I can, but it's just not a perfect situation. I'm designed for four guests total. But there were, like I said, there were 10 of us. It was a great time. You get a lot of great information out there. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. But I've also got a bunch of new products coming in here. So before we get into the Mad Tree segment here, first and foremost, you can see I've got a bottle of this. This is really popular on the internet right now. Although I, uh, look, I just do not like Peeps. It's the worst part of the spring to me. But Peeps and my friends over at Pepsi just collaborated on what I believe they should have called Peepsy. Uh, which is Pepsi and Peeps. I just shot a little piece for TikTok on it, and uh, I'm going to just taste it in front of you all here. You can probably see by the look on my face. Not my favorite Pepsi product. Not by a long shot. Look, like I said, I hate Peeps. It tastes just like Peeps with a little bit of uh, Pepsi on the back end. So if you like intense artificial marshmallow flavored Pepsi, you're going to love this one. It's not for me. I'll drink the new Pepsi Zero Sugar that I just came out with, which is really good instead. Uh, but also, this is a fun one from Matt's Bakery. We just got these in. Shout out to former uh, guest on the show, Jim Beckett, our one of our international managers. Uh, he and Allison, I'll uh, shout out to Allison as well. Uh, they just brought these in for me. So these are, we have a whole line. I haven't tried them yet, uh, but I hear really good things. Now they did say, and it says so on the packaging too. They're like the ultimate way to try these cookies is to microwave it for like five seconds first. However, they look really good. This is a cranberry walnut one I'm trying. You can find these out in International. I believe right now they are on an end cap near our kosher uh, section here in Fairfield. But, oh yeah. You know what's really funny? Everyone's like, oh, we ate all the good flavors like chocolate chip, peanut butter chip, that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, if you know what's up, there's something great about a cranberry nut cookie. Oh, man, that's really good. You got strong cranberry flavor. There's like a hint of orange in there, too. This almost tastes a little bit like a holiday treat. Well, come on in. Try some of this stuff for Matt. You know what? There's so much sampling going on. I thought I'd actually bring Hot Sauce Mike back in because we also got some new stuff in from Duke's Mayonnaise. So let's see what's up with Hot Sauce Mike. I'm going to change clothes. Everyone, welcome back to the show, Hot Sauce Mike. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me, Mark. Dude, Thank I you for to... having me again. Oh boss. my gosh, of course. Well, we got some liquid death to cheers to, but uh, maybe yeah. Let's let's bust into those first, shall we? Yes, but sir. this isn't about liquid death this time, is it? This is about one of my other favorite brands we carry. Talk to me, Goose. What you got for us? We've got some new sauces that were sent to us from Dukes, which <sighs> is basically uh, seafood sauces that they had sent us. They've got a new. What's this guy? Uh, creamy chest peak cocktail. Okay. We've also got. The eat, oh, excuse me, Gulf Coast lemon garlic aioli. Ooh, and then we've also got your typical Tide water tartar sauce. And then last but not least, we've got your Bayou Ramelade. I think I said that right. Yeah, right. I think so. Close enough. <laughs> Remoulade. I don't know. Someone will correct us on the internet. That's yeah, what's pretty for. sure. <laughs> I am on board for these. Look, I love Dukes. They're the only. Uh, they're the only mayo and sauce company named after royalty. So I think that they deserve ah, it. So. Good point. Good point. I didn't yeah. Even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'm gonna listen, Dukes. I'm coming for you. I know you love me on social. Whoever runs your social media. You're a lovely human. I appreciate the love and respect for us. And we are going to build that Duke's throne, and Mike and I are going to sit atop it. Hey, That's here we the go, goal. baby. Well, what do you think we should try first? Should we get, let's maybe start the, the Bayou one and then work our way back? Good plan. Good let's plan, go for good it. Good We've sir. got some crab cakes. I thought this would be fun. We were like, should we get fish sticks? What should we get? And we're like, oh, crab cakes are on sale. Let's go. My, hey, good pairing. I'm going to try the crab cake plain while you're 
pat in the bottle. Shucking it going. All right, I'm gonna put some. That's a great crab cake. Hey, you can never go wrong with some crab I'm not cakes. surprised. You know? <laughs> I say that like I've eaten anything bad here yet. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'll leave that off for you. Thank you so much. A little bayou, baby. A taste of the bayou. Yeah, right? This will be fun to try. Oh, I love this. This uh, solved my lunch conundrum Day today. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jungle, for lunch. Right? <laughs> We go. That's good. Well, hell yeah. I just eat that with a spoon. I literally. <laughs> <laughs> my dipping procedure was not what I wanted it to be. <laughs> I was like, uh oh, I should have cleaned more knives before this. Um, that's great. It's just like yeah. A, man, nice flavor. Yep. And you can tell they use. I'm, I feel confident saying that they got the Duke's mayo in the base because I, <laughs> I eat enough Duke's mayo in my life to be like, mm, there's that twang. <laughs> you can get that twang from it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's good. A Cajun inspired sauce that'll make any po' boy feel like a rich boy. Oh, shit. We love some good branding. Right. <laughs> slide that back over. That's good. I'm into that. Yeah, it's got a good amount of spice. It's creamy. It's a little, there's like a little, the little tang, a little mm -hmm. sweet. You know, I'm here for it. I think the one I'm the most excited for is the lemon garlic, but let's go tartar next. Go with the tartar next. We got to go with like, you know, I feel like these are two classics, especially in the crab cake game. That is true. That you know? is true. You're typical. You got your marmalade and your tartar sauce. Yeah, I'm into it, dude. And then we'll combine them all at the end and see how that tastes. <laughs> there we go. I used to, I always liked uh, combining cocktail sauce and tartar sauce. And uh, I, I call it tartar tail because if you combine the other halves of the word, I don't think I can say it too frequently on the show. Uh, <laughs> but it is, uh, it's a delicious combo. I'm gonna so try that. I think I'm going to go because I think the last one is cocktail, right? Yeah, yeah the last one. And though it looks a little creamy, so part of me thinks that they may have, uh, maybe they, you know what? Dukes does follow me. Maybe you know about tartar tail already. Maybe I've <laughs> posted about this and blew it. Pointed them in the right direction. Right. They were just sir. like, this guy's got a good idea. Let's not acknowledge him. <laughs> I'm kidding. I still love the Dukes. There we go. Hands down. All right. So hear me out. Yeah. Hit me. I like this a lot better. You, Cincinnati's probably going to hate me for this a lot better. I love you for it. Than Frisch's tartar sauce. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Hey, the freshest people are lovely. And look, the thing is, <laughs> this is why competition exists. You got to keep the brands on their toes. That is true. That honestly, though, I'm right with you, dude. I think that's the best tartar sauce oh, I've man, ever I tried. Great flavor. It is not too... I think... Frisch's tartar sauce is too sweet. This guy right here is just well-balanced, great flavor, just like your typical everyday old-fashioned tartar sauce. Yeah. And it's like flavor-wise is great, body, texture. Uh, enjoy. What are your thoughts? Dude, you? I'm right with you. I, awesome. Honestly, you took all the words out of my mouth. Well, the, this is what I like about doing these little bits together because I think it's interesting. I mean, I know it's interesting for me, so I hope it's interesting for all of you. Uh, because I know that's the type of stuff that you're thinking about when you're out buying products like this from companies, right? Oh, like yeah. you're like, I gotta try, you know, cause I know we call you hot sauce, Mike, but you also do sauces like this as well. Yeah. yeah. Barbecue. I'm assuming Salsa, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of everything. All the good spicy stuff. out there in the real world. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I totally agree with this one. I agree with the, uh, look as a non Cincinnati native, people just are like, Oh, he hates it all. I don't. The only two I never, there's two things here that we make in Cincinnati that are too sweet for me. One is La Rosa's pizza sauce. My man. I'm right there with you. Dude, yes. It, <laughs> <laughs> I always love telling you when I first moved here, people are like, you know, you're going to, oh, you're from the East Coast. You got great beach there. You know, you got to try La Rosa's. And I was like, I'd like to move immediately. <laughs> and ever since, I will say, ever since I've, I've definitely grown more accustomed to it, but I definitely separate pizza and La Rosa's as two separate entities in my brain, which helps. Kind of, I recommend this for Cincinnati chili people too. I'm like, you don't, you think of chili, chili first? Okay, got it. Just call it Skyline. It's fine. Or Gold Star, excuse me. <laughs> Whichever company hasn't blocked me on all forms of social media yet. <laughs> Man, right there with you. I am right there with you. Gosh, I am loving every moment of this. This see? is fun. Yeah, see, this is a good time. I'm down. Come over anytime you have something fun. Most Let's do definitely. this. I got yeah. your balls. And everyone, if you're out there and you love hot sauce content, you got to follow Hot Sauce Mike on YouTube as well. It's hey. just under, is it under just Hot Sauce Mike? Hot Sauce Mike. Cool. Yes, sir. It's great. And Not he's here. always testing hot stuff. I mean, you're having a lot of fun over there. Definitely. And I'm over here sweating for your guys' entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right. Oh, this is the one I'm the most this excited is, about. Yeah, All right. Your East or Gulf Coast. I'm sorry. Lemon garlic aioli. Ready. I love lemon and like. Pepper as well, seasoning, some salmon with it. So I could only imagine how this would be. Oh, yeah. Well, you were saying off air, too. You're like, it's funny how those, like the lemon garlic always just oh, is like yeah. so killer on any seafood thing. You know, you're like, it's almost like someone planned this. <laughs> it was the seafood department. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, wow. You're going to like it. 
I'm excited already. If I can figure out how to get it, I'm like, <laughs> how do I get it on my floor without using my hands? Because again, I keep joking about it. I was like, oh, I should have done more knife laundry. <laughs> laundry. <laughs> you know, you know what I meant. Some water to wash down this pallet. Oh wow, that's good, right? You get the garlic and a little zesty from the lamb. Yeah, and like there's, I, yeah, it's the garlic. It kind of reminds me of something, and I cannot put my head on it or around it. And since this will be inserted in the show, if I think of it, I'll, I'll tell you later in the episode. <laughs> That's great. Although I feel, still think out of the three so far, I think I might be tartar Tartar's forward, which one. is, look, generally, I'm just not a big tartar sauce guy. I usually had to cut it with cocktail sauce. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, well, cocktar. That was the joke I couldn't say. <laughs> Try marketing that. That's why we're with Liquid Death. Liquid Death, put out a cocktar. It's a combination of cocktail sauce and tartar sauce. I like mm. the combination. <laughs> Someone's grandma is very mad at me right now. And writing a two-star review. Because she still liked the show. She just couldn't bring it a one star. All right, guys. The next thing we got next is a creamy chest peak cocktail. All right. Let me put this in. Here for it. Come on, baby. Come yeah, on. I love it. That one looks good, too. I, it, there's part of me now that's thinking... God, they're all really good. Uh, I'm right there, yeah. Totally agree with you on that one. Ooh. Oh, okay. I just <laughs> took a whiff of that as it came in, which I should have done earlier. That little horseradish note in there, baby. All right, let's give the bad <laughs> boy a go. I can dig that. Yeah. That's, that's honestly kind of close to the... That's hit some of the similar tartar tail vibes. Because you get that, you get that horseradish note. There's almost mm -hmm. like the. I'm assuming there's like. Let me look at the ingredients yeah, yeah, yeah. before I say something stupid. There's, I think, a tomato note of some sort in here or something. Yep, tomato paste. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was like, I'm pretty sure it's like. I think uh, generalized tartar sauce or excuse me, cocktail sauce is like ketchup and horseradish. Effectively, that's right? That's it, really. I, yeah. I mean, I'm oh, definitely, I'm, just, yeah, I'm definitely yeah, yeah. be reductive, but like, yeah, it's like. But you get that tomato flavor in there a little you got bit. That notes from it. And yeah, everything. you get that horseradish. I like that a lot. Oh, that's tough. Do you have a favorite so far? So far, I'm right there with you with the tartar sauce. Yeah. Like, I'm loving the tartar sauce, and this one definitely is my second go-to. I'm liking that. Well, damn, between that one and the lemon, yeah. The first three are my absolute <laughs> favorite. They're all on Mount Rushmore, but, like, this one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's, well, it's like the thing where it's like, I do like them all. I would eat them all. I feel like these three get the primo spots on Mount Rushmore, and this one's also on the statue, mm -hmm. but, like, nobody knows who James Madison is, right? <laughs> I don't even know if that's he's on true. Mount Rushmore. I don't know anything. <laughs> I saw it once. I took a picture. That was it. It's fine. It was the 90s. It was a film camera thanks mike what do you got going on otherwise anything fun coming up um oh gosh i got a lot coming up um we are working on some new stuff for the channel getting some new content together cool. working on a game well a game that i'm creating for the channel oh cool yeah the little uh ring toss that's about to finally be up and running i saw ring toss so be on the lookout if you guys are subscribed to the channel heck yes quite entertaining I should come over. I'd like to toss some rings and burn Hell my face yeah, off. Let's, let's do, do that it, sometime. baby. Sounds good. I am game. Well, cheers, buddy. Good to see you cheers, as always. Good, sir. Yeah. Pleasure. Enjoy. We'll see you soon. Yes, sir. Maybe tomorrow. Salute. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's Friday. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Appreciate your time. Always welcome to come out here. And like I said earlier, check out his YouTube channel if you love hot sauce content. He does a ton of fun stuff. Now, I'm going to finish eating these cookies as we gear up for this next segment. Like I said, it's a lengthy chat with the friends at Mad Tree Brewing. They're great people. They've been really kind to me personally. They have a great relationship with us here at Jungle Gyms. And I think you'll really like their green initiative they're working on. I think it's actually one of the coolest things I've heard about really any company in the area. And the great news is they also make excellent beer so the system works so hang out with us you can be a fly in the wall in the room right now and again if you're i i try to do a good job of either repeating things that people said or making them repeat them more directly into the microphone so there may be the occasional variance in audio quality i just want to give you a heads up in case you're like what's going on but i don't know why you have that voice anyway meet the team from mad tree as well as our beer manager ferd all right, everyone. We're here today in the Jungle Gyms podcast room with everybody from Mad, the entire company of Mad Tree, <laughs> celebrating their ten year anniversary. <laughs> hey, welcome everybody. Thank you, truly. I'm glad to be. I'm glad to be a part of this. Thank you all. Congratulations, you. of course. Thanks, man. I want to start with a silly bit, and since Kenny, this is our second podcast together, um, and I have a much nicer space than the last one we did it in. I've been telling stories about the chair we made you sit in. I think Mike still has the photos. It was creepy. Yeah, it was very weird. I'm sorry. But thank you for <laughs> thank you for recognizing my value. I like that even jacket. If, 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what's going on on TikTok right now, and that's why we've got the blindfold out here, is that people are claiming that they can hear the difference between um, opening a can of soda and opening a can of beer. So I was going to see, Kenny, since I feel like you got to be an expert now. You've probably opened at least a couple cans of beer. Two or three. Two or three. Okay, I think that's enough. Um, go ahead and blindfold, and then everybody's going to point at which one we want him to open first, and then we'll hand it to him. Okay? How do we feel about this? I feel good. Let's go. Okay, which one? Yeah, which one? Yeah. Okay. All right, Kenny, we'll hand this to you. Oh, he knows what a mad tree can feels like. Right. <laughs> so effervescent. Am I supposed to guess now or open the second one? It's, it's, it's entirely up to you. I think we should open both and you guess. You need to push it away, though. I, I feel like you're trying to smell it, dude. <laughs> He's smelling he real. I don't trust him. He, he will. Me. <laughs> Ten years of business. I don't trust him. Yeah, close you gotta get. Oh, that was definitely different. That was different. It's not. Uh, okay. I, I can't hear any bubbling and crackling going on. I'm gonna go with beer. Okay, and Let's then so it. that one's the that one's the beer. You gotta find I out. I think one so. Way. I'm impressed, actually. Let's clap for him. This is another All right. clap. All right. You, you, it, you can take it off. All right. Oh. You can't ask the smartest guy in the room to do it. <laughs> this should have been for Sam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this should have been for Sam. I didn't hear anything. Wait, I didn't hear nothing. Yeah. I'll start over. It, I'll, I'll also I, share that, that one didn't smell like strawberries and cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, how close do you get to get him? Like, right on here. I was like, oh, he smelled. I didn't have yeah, to get that close. It was, it's strong. Right. Yeah, but the, the sound was oh, pretty noticeable. Totally different. Different. Yeah, that was why I honestly, I mean, I thought it'd be a little different. I didn't think it'd be like. So that's how the wife always knows. Right? It right. is now. It was a cake. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Again? Also, because you won't find me hiding in a closet <laughs> yeah. opening a soda. Like, you oh, like strawberries is that Dr. Pepper? Where you been? There's a way to do it real quiet. Trust me. I've, I've mastered it. I love it. Well, let's go around the room and introduce another podcast. Well, you're returning Jungle Jim's podcast guest, Sam. Uh, say Absolutely. hi to everybody. So I'm Sam Martz. I'm the uh, northern sales rep in Cincinnati. If you can lean into the mic a little bit for me. Oh, God, there's a camera and a mic. I, I know. There's good. so many options here. Yeah. All right, I'm Sam from Mad Tree Brewing. I'm Ferdinand from Jungle Jim's. My name's Sam Ferdinand. Nah, Nick Luciano. Sam Ferdinand? That sounded cool. I no, like that. Nick, what do you do? Nick, I do sales up in uh, Dayton and help with Ohio. Awesome. I'm glad they're finally drinking beer up there. That's good hey, news. No. Thank you. Neither. Thank you for your service. I'm Kenny McNutt, co-founder of Mad Tree. Brady Duncan, co-founder, Mad Tree Brewing. That's awesome. Well, all right. So let's start with Long the co-founders story. here. We'll, we'll work our ways. This is, this is the 10-year anniversary. You know, I've gotten to see you guys go from like, a gravel backyard to Mad Tree 1 to Mad Tree 2. How did this all start? Have you told the story a billion times? Are you ready to tell it one more time to somebody dressed weird? Absolutely. We, we always Go tell ahead. a little bit different. Perfect. Go ahead, Kenny. Sorry, Kenny, nothing to repeat. All right, man. Just like most relationships start, I swiped right and so did he. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I got to go from here. Oh, how do we start Mad Tree? Um, DM. So I met. Uh, and be honest now. I now the way you just asked that question, I was like, "Tell uh, me the truth." Now I got to be honest. Yeah, true. Give me full. This is. The, I'm Barbara Walters right now. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna make me cry. No, I, if I can. <laughs> Very That's a gift for me. Cinco de Mayo, 2012. <laughs> 2012. 2013. 10. 10. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Off to a good start. So <laughs> Jeff and Kenny. So Memories. Jeff was our uh, former third co-founder. So they lived uh, next to each other. They started a beer of the week club. So a bunch of people get together every week, bring different six packs of beer. Um, I actually uh, met uh, both of their girlfriends at a church event, which is kind of funny. So I like to joke, although I really don't know what Kenny believes that. Um, I was the only one that wasn't there. <laughs> Perfect. So, Dodge the bullet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a, a bunch of atheists that, uh, meet at church and start a brewery, and here we are. That's Not true, necessarily, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe at least a bunch of agnostics, right? You're like, I'm not sure what I believe in. Yeah. I believe in delicious beer. Too lazy to be an atheist, but right. um, <laughs> uh, anyways, that's yeah, the last time you're gonna have us on already. Um, no, are you kidding me? This is this kind of stuff. I'm always excited for these moments. Most guests are just like, uh, so I was in my kitchen and I was just like, what if I made, you know, like, eh, okay, that's boring. Tell me the real story. Uh, we can give you that story too. Yeah, exactly. That's the one. I mean, give me both. You know, like, uh, I'm here for a little intrigue. I, I'm like, say whatever you want that you feel will not destroy your brand. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm like, I'm good. I mean, we already introduced Sam and me. So <laughs> we're covered on that baseline. We're covered. So, yeah, so... Um, 
honestly started drinking together. They were homebrewing. Um, I had started homebrewing independently. I remember the first batch of beer I made um, was a beer that I refer to now as Pear Bear. So we went into Listerman's and uh, Rocky, I don't know if you guys ever remember Rocky, but Rocky uh, worked at Listerman's for a long time. Rocky had like a bunch of fingers cut off. And I remember Rocky telling me the first time I went in there, this is an Oktoberfest lager. You got to ferment it cold. And I was like, that old guy's full of shit. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So the right. first, first beer I ever made was an absolute diacetyl pear bomb because I did not ferment it cold because what the hell does Rocky know? This is my first homebrew batch. Um, so it was gross. But anyway, so I was homebrewing. They were homebrewing. Um, we kind of decided to combine forces and like take a stab at it. At that point, I don't think we had really determined that we were going to like start the brewery. Um, I think for me personally, but I would probably the same for Kenny. Um, we started just kind of going to like San Diego, Michigan, Portland, and the craft beer scenes that we were seeing there were like really cool and no disrespect to what was going on at Cincinnati in the time. There were a few local breweries, but kind of felt like we were um, a little bit stuck in this like German heritage, which I do think is super cool. I want to be clear about that. Of course. But we saw these kind of bold, aggressive beers in the community and the culture that was being built around this. We're like, that's what we want to do in Cincinnati. So that was really kind of the impetus for it. So we probably took two and a half years kind of planning out the business, meeting people, having banks tell us we couldn't get money. Um, it is really fascinating as we kind of look throughout the years of how how hard it was for us to raise. What do we get from a bank? Three fifty, three hundred fifty thousand dollars. And then um, I saw breweries, you know, as of like three or four years ago, they're like banks are like million and a half, two million dollars. Here you go. And we're like, holy shit. But I don't Didn't think even it, try the beer. Just here's your money. Right. Yeah. Um, and we got it. I mean, we got we got turned down a lot because they were like, you don't have industry experience. We're like, but we're really smart. Like he's an engineer and does space based radar stuff. And I work at Procter and Gamble pretending like I'm smart. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, so that, that, that was a little bit of the impetus. Um, and I remember that fateful night at uh, what animations we're sitting there at the bar <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we all ordered a Genesee and we all made a pact and said, we're going to put a business plan together. So that was, that was, that was really the line in the sand. I so, love it. So we spent, probably nine months putting that plan together. Uh, and then we just went and talked to every single per human being we knew uh, and and didn't beg them for money, but tried to pitch it as, hey, this is a really good idea. You're probably gonna lose your money, but it's a good idea. You should invest in us. Uh, and so we were brewing, I don't know, two, three times a week just to keep inventory in stock because we thought if you know we gave somebody two or three beers before we started talking about business and money, yeah. they'd probably invest in us. It or, worked. Or the odds were higher that they would invest. <laughs> we was always, we'd always end with Axis Monday, nice 10% or after yeah. about six or seven beers. <laughs> I love it. We have your money. Really yeah. grease the wheels. Yeah. Like, well, let me put the super in super stout. <laughs> you know? Hey, you know what's funny, too? We were sitting at Animations drinking Animations Ale, which is a lager. We're going to start a brewery drinking animations ale slash lager pbr right it i think that's P what it, it was. was pbr when i lived in oakley i felt like a lot of fateful nights happened there to be honest uh, with you so make this lot. all tracks yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so how many darts have you been hit with while being there <laughs> three <Lots>. yeah <laughs> that's so cool though and again i i know i keep congratulating and every so often i have to put the serious face on but it's so cool i mean you all really have been like one of the areas in this modern resurgence and please for jumping and correct me if i say something stupid here all the time uh but truly modern resurgence of like the beer scene here right like i mean yeah. i really look at like you guys and ryan guys as being like the two big names that made it happen you know yeah. and no. now we see it's like a whole in, it's a now an industry yeah. hey, what, what are there 60 70 breweries in greater cincinnati i don't that know that just anymore. opened this fox week 90, fox 19 <laughs> said 80 this morning 80 yeah, see so yeah wow. and we were the marford yet i think we were uh we were probably number eight yeah i think we're about number eight really and, okay and believe that if your memory is, is mine's not terribly good anymore. It's I drank a, too many beers. Yeah. Um, but believe it or not, we were Ohio's first canning craft brewery. That is true. Like, I, I don't know, gonna, I don't I know, bring that I don't up, know any brewery that doesn't put beer in cans at this point. Yeah. We were the first, which that was only 10 years ago. That's why I remember I the first, it's, it's funny. I tell the story all the time. First tasting I did here, mm -hmm. I'm literally sitting there trying psychopathy in the aisle. And <laughs> this lady comes up, this like 65 year old lady. She's like, Oh, honey, what is it? I was like, oh, it's psychopathy. It's kind of bright, citrusy. I was like, it's pretty bitter. She's like, she looked at me like I was crazy. She's like, no, what is it? Is that an energy drink? I was drink? like, oh, it's beer. She's like, oh, I thought it was an energy drink. And to think back, like, I mean, those cans were pretty fucking gross looking too. Like if you remember like kind of like puke green that psychopathy used to be. And like, but that was like bold and bright yeah. and like in your face and like, holy shit. Have I told you guys I have an eight year old can of psychopathy? I bet it's delicious. Lead into that. Yeah, it's uh, it was sat on the windowsill through three winters and three summers. Then it, it's been in the back of my garage for the last two years, just sitting on the back floor, just at a constant temperature. So at Wait. some point at a sales meeting, we're going to try to get Andrew Carley to drink it. 
Nice. Yeah. He I'm wants sure. me to drink 151. I told him I'd do it if he drinks the eight-year-old psychopathy. I'm sure it's not stale. Not even a little bit. <laughs> it actually might be a microcosm of beings growing inside of it, although you never know. <laughs> Why did you all, what was the push for going, being like the first to can? I mean, what was, was it a business-based decision or were you just kind of like, bottles are stupid? Maybe I mean, both. A little bit of both. I mean, bottles aren't stupid, but <laughs> if you talk about the, the number one thing that affects an IPA, it, it was light, right? Yeah. And so we said, we said, well, there's this cool little vessel called a can. We should probably think about using that. And at the time, it was a lot easier to get aluminum. You could get partial truckloads. I'm sure you've heard the news where, you know, the, the big ruckus about Ball forcing you to buy five truckloads or sure. a million cans, which for a small brewery and a brewery our size, like a million cans is showstopper. Yeah. Um, but at the time, there, there was a lot more flexibility, and so the price per unit was a lot lower. The cost to transport it was a lot lower, um, and we could be a first mover, and you could put it on the shelf, and you'd stand out. So, so it felt like a no-brainer at the time. From a sustainable standpoint, it made sense, too. Infinitely recyclable, more likely to be recycled, um, and then all the cost, transportation stuff that Kenny just talked about. So That, that was actually, though, one of the hardest pitches to a lot of investors. Oh, yeah. They, they, said, really? they, said, they said, we love the plan. Like, you've thought of everything, but cans aren't going to work. And <laughs> we're like... Yeah, they will. Uh, yeah, they're gonna work. That's yeah. why it's so Good wild call. to think of how much the industry is really changing this time yeah. too. I mean, like the big local brand, probably the, with the most presence. I don't know, Fred. You might or Nick was probably like Great Lakes. I mean, I know there was like More Line was yeah, was big, and, and Mount Carmel had beer out, and Rivertown was was mm-hmm. kind of cranking. But even it's weird to think like Great Lakes was almost like local in Cincinnati, at least for a little mm-hmm. yeah period. for a while. And it's, I still have to explain the can philosophy to people. They're like, no, no, I need it in a bottle. And it's like, well, it doesn't come in a bottle. Why? Well, everything about a can is better. Like, no, 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 no. I like it in a bottle. And I'm like, you like draft beer, right? They're like, yeah, well, no, I love draft beer. I'm like, well, what's a keg? It's a big ass can that doesn't happen to have a polymer lining in it. So it is touching the metal and then being pushed through with CO2 so you can drink it. And they're like, I still don't get it. And I'm like, well, you could take it to the park. You could take it to the pool. Can't take glass to the park. Can't take glass to the pool. Like just, and eventually there will not really be many bottled beers besides imports. And you can't shotgun out of a bottle. Oh, I mean, uh, that, that snorkel thing doesn't work very well. <laughs> I was going to say, you got to buy the special thing for that. But. I got a glass drill bit for yeah. pool parties now, just hey, in case. I'm like, oh, and no, then bro. Pop it with a can opener and just pour it all yeah. over my face. It's pretty wild, though, over, you know, the 10 years where it's came because, um, you know, you got jumping in, all in on cans. But like you said, Great Lakes, you'll get somebody that's been in the industry for a long time that does a great job. They were nothing but bottles. And, I mean, really, in the last fives, when they started switching over. There's still about a, a 50-50 yeah. on bottles or cans. You yeah. go, Which you zoom out. towards the cans. But. Yeah, you zoom out to, the, to some more regional or even uh, national brands. And, I mean, they held on as long as they could. And then all of a sudden, it's like at a certain point. And then you mentioned, like, we're talking 10 years ago. That's not really that far. No. But, like, you zoom back, you zoom out, and you're like, how, how did it have to be forced to change? And, I mean, it was really quick. So to come in on the ground level in cans was such a smart idea for these guys. And, I mean, really has led a lot to our success now, for sure. We, yeah. were, we were a little, I don't want to call it lucky, but um, – Oscar Blues had just launched the market in the mm-hmm. fall of 12, so we came out early 13, and then I think Sierra had just Sierra had just started going into cans as well. Um, actually, while we were demoing out our building, I remember we'd buy 12 packs of Sierra, um, just like constantly, but those two had started we, to prime the market. We would make sure we didn't have a hammer in our hands when we had a beer in our hands. <laughs> Safety <laughs> first. Safety first. Set the beer down, pick up the hammer. Yeah, so safe. OSHA is my biggest <laughs> listener, so. <laughs> Statue of limitations. Yeah, uh, right. If I, you want to email us, it's fuck off at madtreebrewing.com. <laughs> that is a real email address, by the way. That's it goes amazing. Directly to me. <laughs> I did not know that either. I'm, I'm gonna start telling people that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's, that's actually. I'll, I'll do all of my professional communications through that email address going forward. Well, honestly, Nick, and, and this is for you too, Sam. I'll turn the mic again. But. Uh, do you feel like what have you all seen on the sales side? Because you both have been with the company a, a decent while, right? Um, so I I worked with our original distributor for five years, mm-hmm. and I've been with the brewery for four years now. So okay. I've been 
in some ways selling Mad Tree for nine of the ten years that we've been a brewery. Oh, cool. And how about you? Yeah, I'm pretty fresh. I'm getting ready to gear up on six months with Mad Tree. Oh, okay. I've been in the industry for a little over seven. So would you say that this whole canning process was like, has this like affected your sales in a positive way? Or do you really see a lot of difference? You know, since you guys have been I mean, coming, that, coming from a distributor mm -hmm. uh, where I used to deal with bottles and cans, I noticed, you know, over that five year period that I was with them, a mm. lot of breweries switched from uh, cans to, or from uh, bottles to cans. And it's obviously the trend's continuing. Yeah, and I, I managed another brewery that was pretty good size throughout a couple of states. And really through that transition timeframe, and it was such a big conversation. Uh, you know, these guys hit a little bit on the, the value and the cost of aluminum per glass. and. It comes to a lot. There's so many different pieces that go into it, but there's such an old school mentality about drinking beer out of a bottle right. and drinking beer out of a can from 40 years ago. Yeah. You know, like those cans, you tasted stuff in there. Sure. Such, you know, such strides and technologies came along over the last 10 years or so, awesome. maybe even a little less than that, but it's allowed that a better product, a more sustainable product, you know, it's easier to sit for extended time frames on shelves and all that good stuff to where it's just over these, you know, last couple of years, you really see that big push and it's been impactful. Um, you can do a lot more with cans. You know, Ferd mentioned that you packing and hiking and boating and a little of everything on there. So it's it's nice to tie that in and it gives you, you know, for us sales guys, it gives us more ammo. Right. We can go out and you get different pitches that way. Yeah, I love it. And I was going to say, what do you see on your end? For well, you can, here especially, you can fit more cans on our shelf. Like, I can get two cases in the same spot. I would get one case of bottles. So you're going to get more cans. Yeah. But if you go camping, who wants to lug a 24-pack of box of bottles back to the car, let alone there? But if you take a case of cans, you crush those cans on a small little grocery bag, <laughs> and they're back at, you know, taking home with you versus, sure. like, a breaking glass. I mean, Cans are way better. I'll drink a beer out of a can. I won't really drink a beer out of a bottle. Oh, really? Um, I mean, occasionally, like, somebody's going to call me out, like, you're drinking out of a bottle. I'm kind of forced into that window. Sure, it happens. I don't have a cup, and right. it was bottled. Why, why is, <laughs> I do the same thing, but I'm curious why you do it. Um, Sorry, Mark, I'm not supposed to be the question. No, answer. I love, no, no. please. Honestly, I'm just trying to hang out and drink beer and eat pizza, guys, please. I mean, uh, <laughs> you got some crackless pizzas open. I'm, I'm ready I for actually it. don't so like much. the little, the little quarter inch, half inch of air that sits in the bottle. Once I pour it out, then I feel like that taste goes away. But if I just open a bottle, it has a little stench to it and people say I'm crazy and I can tell you all things about my big nose and why You and your nose things. are crazy. Kenny just figured out the difference between a beer and a soda opening. I'm pretty sure you can tell the difference between. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree with that. Nuance. It's nuance. I don't like it because like the neck feels like it like rushes into your well, mouth. Yeah, the hydrodynamics of a bottle. I don't yeah. like that either. By the way, this Gutenbach. Is good. That's beautiful. Now I'm moving on the coffee table. I will say, man, our sorry, go ahead, no, Ferd. Yeah. I was gonna say the Gutenbach is on draft currently, but it may or may not be by the time this hits the air. So But come and, and ask at least. Out. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like speaking of Gutenbach, oh. there's been our production team, yeah. our, our brewing team. Has has figured out dark lagers. Well, and lagers in general. Yeah, like it, it, it's it's bizarre. It's one of those things that early on we didn't get behind lagers because the, the one capacity constraint we had was fer fermentation. Sure. And so lagers take longer, right? And so we were like, we're not going to make a lager. Yeah. And then we moved to the new facility, and all of a sudden we're making like world class, like we're talking like World Beer Cup gold medal winning lagers. Yeah. Right. It just it, that transition right here. almost unintentionally. I mean, it was intentional that they were making the best beers they could, but somehow we found this niche that like we never expected to find. I love that though. And I, again, it's one of those things that I think, well, I think one of the reasons that I was really drawn to Mad Tree in the early days of this and why it became a favorite for me was that because I really felt like you were innovators, right? And that you were taking those like kind of wild swings at first when a lot of people were just making kind of the same, you know, again, it's that same thing. I'm not from here originally, so I don't really, I don't want to say I don't care publicly about Cincinnati's heritage, but let me be very clear that I don't. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, the thing He's is, I was just like, oh, okay, like, <laughs> I, all right, that's great. Like, you know, home team advantage, I get it. So I'm just like, that sounds good. But like, I was always interested, you know, I think about, I mean, you're wearing the Galaxy High shirt. That was like, for the longest time, that was like my absolute go-to all the time. And you guys were just killing it. You're still killing it. And I love that you're now kind of just diversifying the portfolio, as it were, you know? And I get to try good stuff. It works out great for me honestly <laughs> and me <laughs> this coffee table's great 
Isn't that legit? I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, that's yeah, so really we, uh, so smooth. We teamed up with Deeper Roots. They're a local coffee oh, roaster. Cool. Uh, they're actually right down the street from us uh, in Oakley. Uh, but it's their coffee beans. Uh, it's a Blondale that we uh, uh, brewed at the brewery, and then we use a little bit of lactose in there, so it kind of drinks like a uh, cold brew coffee. Yeah, I was I was impressed at both like the. It's just it was a lot lighter than I was anticipating. You know, taste wise, not. It. Color wise, I mean, I guess maybe both, right? But it, seeing it's a but you heard coffee and your brain went to stout. I went, I honestly visualized it the opposite way, right? Where I was like, oh, this is what it is, yeah. And it was that's super refreshing. It's one of those counterintuitive brands, just like black IPAs, and you know, right? You're just like, oh, that wasn't what I was expecting. Cool, right, yeah, thank you for opening my broadening my horizons. Since we're just having fun talking, I really have to pick a bone. This beer used to be released on Can my you lean in a little bit. I really have to pick a bone. This beer used to be released on my birthday, and it was an excuse to go to Madry. March 14th, my birthday. Um, That's when we were releasing it this year. You're just in luck. You're lying your ass <laughs> I, I am not. <laughs> I would not do that to you. He's, always, he's <laughs> always tried to tell me what I want to hear and uh, think it's like, I'm just going to buy it. Like, okay. Um, okay. Ferd, can you shoot us an email at the address that we gave <laughs> yes. you earlier? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> F you. <laughs> I'm kidding, Bert. I'm kidding. No, no, no. It's, it's, but my wife's happy because she's like, all right, I don't have to drive this drunk ass back from Oakland. <laughs> so, we live in Hamilton, so. <laughs> we'll be posting Ferd's actual address in these show notes. <laughs> so you can deliver him a can of brownie. Right here. Yeah, right here. Here's our, here's our Amazon wish list. Slide address. in. <laughs> well, we've talked a little bit about the beer. You've obviously got the pizza, too. And that's also hitting its 10 years. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Catch a fire. Obviously, they were uh, one of the original pizza trucks that rotated in front of our uh, first brewery. Um, we teamed up with them when we opened 2.0. Uh, they've been with us since then, and they've you know they've gone on to do bigger and better things. They have uh, two different locations now. One up in Blue Ash. One up in Lebanon. Um, this is bomb. You know, uh, they're they're just blowing up, just like uh, craft beer and Mad Tree. So uh, it's been a good partnership. Uh, they make good pizza, and uh, you know, I'll do my eat along as we're going. There you go. Why it's here? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. We actually. This is really what the customers want. They just want to see a fat dude shoving pizza in his face. I'm like, someone pays I, me for I this. Promise that's only one slice in this hand right now. <laughs> I'm making my own calzone, just two pieces on top of each other. Pizza sandwich. It's great. Yeah, I'm in. And that's the buffalo chicken one too. <laughs> yeah, so buffalo soldier. It's their buffalo chicken pizza, and then a cornerstone. That's uh, the Can't cornerstone of pizza is just uh, pepperoni and cheese. There's something weirdly magical magical about a giant slice of pepperoni. I don't know what it is, but it just does something. That's for why me. I brought yeah. I brought something cool and something classic. Yeah, know? I love it. That's very nice. Yet another one of those odd kind of first. We, we obviously not the first, but uh, um, we were one of the early adopters of permanent food within our location. So really, so it was actually back at 1.0. We had oh, yeah, right. we built out a kitchen for catch a fire. That's right, all 326 square feet of it, <laughs> uh, and they were, they were slinging pies as fast as they could. But what what you saw was that uh, unpredictable sales week over week, day over day, turned into this consistency. And because and you could see that people wanted food, they demanded food. Yeah, and so if you can provide it on a consistent basis, you win. Right, and, and now in two point you've got a, um, obviously a larger. Oh, it's way bigger, three hundred twenty six yeah. square feet. Yeah, it's bigger yeah. than my first house. I was just going to say twice like, the size of my first house. <laughs> How many square feet was their uh, original food truck, though? I mean, so whatever space they moved into in one point had to have been three times the size right. of a, a food truck. Yep. Yeah, we'll be Tons renting it as an apartment in New York City very soon for about four grand a month. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's really set the the path for how most tap rooms are. It's tr really I mean, true, and when I think about it now, there's so every place now is like, by the way, we and don't most just of have them, this. honestly, most of them aren't even about the beer, which no. is kind of crazy. I bet I, if I bet if you took the the big chunk of that that tap room, you know, it's all about their food. Yeah, and which uh, is, I mean, you know, whatever. If you wanted to be a secret restaurant tour, I'm into it. Exactly. You know, if that's their thing, that's all all the better because most of them have some really banging food items. I love that we've always kept our, you know. We are our brewery, and we have a killer partner that's just in bed with us. Yeah, I love it. Everybody, the, well, <laughs> speaking of in bed, in the bed next interview will be, lot, <laughs> we'll do the Pillow Talk episode. <laughs> we had separate rooms last year. <laughs> you know nothing. That is true. I know nothing about that. There's three dudes in one bed. I didn't want any part of it. I don't even remember. I'm down. It's 2023, whatever. Hey. <laughs> I signed a consent I waiver. I married to women, though, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right, founder boys. What what's the next ten years look like? Damn, we are getting some good those sound effects are <laughs> primo. But seriously, what is the next For those only listening, was that soda or was that beer? 
Ooh, that's, that's a good question. question. I'll tell you what it is. A two-time gold medal winner. That's Ooh. what it is. Imagine if they gave gold medals, medals for Dr. Pepper <laughs> flavor be, variants. That'd be interesting. They probably do. There's got to be a guarantee there is. There's got to be a soda, a soda Olympics. My life goal right now is to become the world's first soda sommelier. <laughs> and I'm just going to go around and be like, mm, yes, notes of uh, brominated vegetable Ooh, oil. Is, um, yeah. Yeah. Try this Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Which one of the 22, 23 flavors is <laughs> yeah. missing? Yeah, right. Ooh. And Ooh. never oh, yeah. prune juice. Dr. Pepper sensory classes. Like, oh my gosh, five flavors are missing. Which ones are they? Damn, I would go to that. I would do, you guys should do that for beer. Let's do it. Well, we do, we actually do sensory classes down at the brewery. Um, I don't know with the before the pandemic, we were doing them with a little bit more consistency. We've done a few, uh, recently. Uh, I've actually been talking to our sales director about uh, Thank you. uh, doing more. Um, but yeah, we are, it's something that we do. It's something we, we like to educate people, let them know what they're, what they're drinking, uh, if they're drinking something bad, uh, if they're drinking something good. You know, obviously they're gonna appreciate our beers a lot more when uh, they know that uh, there's no off flavors in them, you know? Yeah, uh, and you get that like uh, kind of personal camaraderie too, where people are like, oh, they educated me. I like them even more now, so. Um, That's yeah. my guess, at least. I mean, sure, no, <laughs> when I first started getting into craft beer, there was a lot of times I would go to the local gas station um, and I'd get, you know, and I won't name beers because it wasn't their fault. But uh, you know, you go into a gas station in Lebanon, Ohio. Sometimes you're gonna get some dated beer. And sure. there's a couple times I bought Sorry, some Lebanon. beer and I, I I tasted what I thought was normal beer flavors. And later on, I realized it was very out of date beer. But I didn't know anything about beer because everything to me up to that point was Bush or Bush Light or the High sure. Life. So you know, uh, I learned a lot crash course wise, and then obviously getting into the beer industry. Uh, I'm certified level one beer server working for. Oh, that's Somalia. cool. Um, uh, or at least level two, not grandmaster quite yet. I'm not, uh, not not sure I'm confident enough to do that. I'm not as smart as Nick. But uh, <laughs> are you that certified? <laughs> 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 but no, uh, like I grew a beard. That was my certification. <laughs> here's how I describe beers. Man, that's good. <laughs> it's wet. It gets I you know, drunk. I know when it tastes good, and I know how to sell it to you. I that, love it. That's really all uh, that matters. Those, talking about those like are my strengths the, too. Some of the like the tasting things, that sensory stuff, you know, that's all part of this culture that we're super proud of. And these guys started 10 years ago on like building a business around that that culture of growing the community, growing that brewing community. And I mean, it's impactful. It's, it's something I've seen for years from afar, and I'm lucky to be able to be a part of it now and see it internally because we tell that story out to, to everybody. You know, we have those conversations and it's just cool seeing it build up that way. Would you say that if your employers weren't in the room with yeah. you right now? Oh yeah, like I said, I, you know, I've been around the game for long enough and, and yeah. saw these guys, not necessarily as competition before, but I worked beside them in the market sure. and always respected the fact that that's how they built. Because there's a lot of breweries that you can see that just aren't necessarily built up. Some of them are built to make a shit ton of money as quick as possible so sure. they can sell to somebody else. Some are built for, you know, tap rooms that want to just Shit, be a Kenny, should we tell them the cool. news? Uh, <laughs> just let them keep talking. Sampling, like, Jungle Gym's exclusive. We, we tried. We just really screwed up. <laughs> I keep showing back up. <laughs> Look, one of the things I really like about the beer community is somebody who is a solely Hey, Ferdinand, I don't want to tell anybody, but you got some food in your beard. Nope, you missed it. We can edit that out. Oh, shit. Side. One more swipe and someone's got to eat it out. <laughs> I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to make sure I said that nice and quiet so nobody could hear me. <laughs> Talked in the microphone. Uh, you got some food in your beard? Yeah. I'll zoom it. in. Hey, Mark, so do you. <laughs> good, good. Uh, that's intentional. Honestly, for me, it's about leftovers more than anything. And where, where was it? Is it the bottom? No. Uh, to the right. Move to the right. Oh, not other so much side, here. Other side, other uh, side. That's the end. This is my right. Just for everybody playing. Your left. left. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, nope. this I'm leaving just six bearded same. dudes in a room Sam, with pizza. All right, Sam, you gotta help him now. No, it's fine. You gotta eat it. <laughs> no, nope. come on, Ferd, you gotta get your mother birded out of my fucking <laughs> beard. Give, her, give it one of these. Yeah, right. Nailed it. Today's oh, sponsor man. is Beard Oil. Right, there you go. Boom. Listen, God. if it's not in there, it's fine. It's a, it. that's a, that's the sign of a good bite, though, right? <laughs> is that I don't give a shit if it's in my facial hair still. I mean, Someone if you ever ate good it. ribs and not worn them, dude. Exactly. No, yeah. Oh my once. god, that's the that's the sign of the best barbecue. I'm exactly. trying to leave dripping in sauce. It. Do you know how many bibs I own? More than a grown man should. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> All kidding aside, wait, we should go back to what the future is for real. What's the, what, what do we think the oh, next yeah, 10 years looks like for real? Next 10 years. So we've got, we've got a, dec a, a pretty good vision for where we want to be in 2030. Um, and our, our statement uh, is we want to build 
a uh, uh, sustainable, purpose-driven company our kids are proud of. Yeah. And, you know, kids, you can define it as, you know, that little four-year-old asshole is running around and right. asking you for everything. <laughs> you know, it, it can be your dogs. It can, it can By the be, way, Kenny has a four-year-old kid that he's calling an <laughs> asshole. He's not calling your kids assholes. It's yeah. his own kid. It's a personal <laughs> reference. No, my kid's four and a half. Like I'm not referring like to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine are 13 and 15, and they're assholes. Right? <laughs> I mean, they're beautiful always in their own ways, and they're always assholes. Yeah. Um, so was I, right? We all uh, were. Yes, that's the real still truth. Are. Yeah, still are. <laughs> I refuse to grow I'm just out of glad it. Glad that there wasn't video cameras or social media. Oh my gosh! Don't even get me started. Then, camera phones, I guess I should say. I've been know. posting cringe shit on the internet for twenty face. years now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to me. No, keep it's interrupting. All good. I mean, in addition to that, um, you know, we the, the, the term sustainable in that isn't just an environmental sustainability thing, right? It's sure. a it's a, we survived 10 years, which, what is it, 20% of companies survive 10 years. Yeah. So we're trying to put everything in place. We want to be around for a long time, Yeah. right? 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, beyond me. I, at some point, I exit and pass it on to whoever the next generation is. I'm not saying it's not a family business by any means, but whoever's going to take over at yeah. some point. Um, I think we're building some really cool things and to get that foundation in place to make sure that, that we can continue to grow responsibly yeah, um, is, uh, uh, is really what we've been working towards lately. Um, we have an impact goal by 2030 to, to, to create $5 million of impact within our community, our neighborhood, Cincinnati, greater Cincinnati. Um, and you know, we're a proud, proud member of 1% for the planet. So 1% of our revenue Thank you. goes towards um, uh, generally sustainability-based nonprofits. Oh, we beautiful. try to keep them as local as possible. Um, we, we recognize that we're a manufacturing company and we have an impact in, in our community, a, a negative impact. Um, we're heavy users of water, heavy users of electricity, and heavy users of natural gas. So what can we do to offset that? Hopefully at some point create a net positive. Um, again, though, we know that we can't give enough ourselves we just we just can't do it, it with the one percent. Um, so we're trying to bring in our our neighbors, um, our friends, our family, uh, you know, anybody else that we can bring in to participate with us uh, in order to help us with that mission. Uh, one of the coolest things. It seems pretty simple, but uh, um, when we do a private event, we ask the person or the company or whomever uh, is booking that event to help offset the uh, um, uh, to basically. Uh, Sorry, to buy a carbon offset. Yeah. Um, and so when they when they buy that carbon offset, we're able to literally plant trees in Cincinnati that will then pull that carbon back in. I love it. So it's like, you know, I feel like generally when somebody says carbon offset, I'm like, oh, that sounds neat. I don't know what it means. Right. But now we've been able to take it to the extent of saying a carbon offset is actually literally that tree that we're going to plant that's going to suck that carbon in. Yeah. Um, so and clean the air locally. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just like choking to death over here. Over a sudden, I'm like, oh my god, can I stop coughing? Should have had you a silver medal winning logger. <laughs> it was that pass it over, baby. Damn right. I'll, yeah, I'll <laughs> add to that. I think um, so. We will open more locations. That's absolutely uh, on our radar. So we're looking at what that is right now. Where's it, where's it going to be, Brady? Uh, we're not. We're, we don't know. Um, <laughs> Could I ask where you've been debating? Is that too much information? Um, is that a Jungle Gym's exclusive? East of Cincinnati, north of Cincinnati, west of Cincinnati. Ooh, we have looked south. Okay, <laughs> popular. We like the cardinal Somewhere directions. Like maybe with a beach. Somewhere <laughs> in my territory. I need, if, I need a place to go. Is the Ohio River considered a beach? It is. They have a beach there. Oh, there's uh, yeah. lakes in Ohio <laughs> that have beaches. We're going to New Richmond. No, this I is think great. Right by, right by Speedway, Enon Beach. Kim, this I, mean, is a, I just want to throw my little two, bit, two bits in. in. Like, come to Hamilton. Um, give me a boot, uh, stool with my name on it, you know, kind of thing. So... When I ask the person to get out of my seat, they're like, eh, it's not your seat. They're just trying to push the stool stool in. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think we will stay with, we, right. we will stay within greater Cincinnati. I don't, I don't think we, I don't know that we have, there was a time where we had aspirations to potentially grow out outside of Cincinnati and maybe, maybe that'll happen. And we certainly have distribution outside of Cincinnati. Sure. But I think, I think staying local-ish. I think the thing that's most exciting is like we're broadening up what this brand means and we're kind of consistently redefining and when you're a brand that talks about connecting mm -hmm. and growing that growth mindset and giving a fuck man that's a pretty that's a pretty fun platform to launch off of so 
who knows where it could go. You know, we're having a lot of fun with Sway right now. Yeah. Right? Our new vodka soda. Um, Which is delicious, too. It is delicious. And it's like, you know, we, we, we say around the brewery, it's like high noon, but better. Right? It's less <laughs> calories. It tastes better. Yeah. It's made locally. It's better it's morning, giving, noon, and night. <laughs> it's, it's giving back to the community. Slay your day late. It's See, not it's named zero in a sugar. It, right. Oh, really? That's the biggest thing. Oh, that's a huge yeah. thing. Yeah, I was going to say, it also like, doesn't sound like you're going to duel me in an old no, Western. No, I mean, we're less calories, <laughs> less sugar, less carbs. So uh, we, we actually use a natural fruit extract in there. We don't do oh, any added sugar. Uh, we use a natural fruit extract with flavor and sweeten it. Uh, so literally 90 calories, uh, zero gluten. Uh, basically drinks like LaCroix, but it's 4.5% ABV. Nice. I hope to see that in Crafty on my next commercial. That's we where I'm at. We actually have a uh, and little preview for the summertime. We're going to be doing a pull pack this summer uh, with four brand new flavors, but uh, we'll we'll talk more about that when we get to well, the look at him. He's looking we'll, right at the camera <laughs> now. I'm trying to get used to it, man. Like, Sam's doing I great. drink look at, that by the pool. Yeah, yes. I was going to say, honestly, That's I feel the like idea. when we launch it, we should do it at the pool out here. There's a pool out there already? Well, not yet. It's mid-dry, but... I've been in it a few times. It's we, a legit pool. It's coordinated for real. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the one? Oh, out, right, right out front. front. Okay, okay. I, I'm being dead serious. serious. But, I mean, hey, we, we can float. We, we can brand it with a we, we can brand it with a Mad Tree logo on the bottom. We just need a big, yeah, that's, I was like, I'll send you my <laughs> sponsorship guide. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, but we should really we'll get We'll give you our email address float. before yeah. we leave. Is it still, let me spell it back. F-U. Could you, could you spell that for me? Oh my gosh. So uh, upcoming here in the next uh, month, we are doing some celebratory pint nights. Uh, it is our 10th anniversary, so we're going to be doing 10, 10 beers for 10 years at both the Fairfield and the Eastgate location. Uh, Eastgate's going to be next week, the 17th of February, uh, and then on the 10th of March, we're going to be doing the same thing here at Fairfield. Beautiful. Uh, there will be different beers at both, so if you are a true Mad Tree fan, you will be at both. No excuses. Uh, Beyond that, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna have a bunch of people from the brewery up. Uh, we're gonna have some rare new beers. Today, we're drinking Double Psychopathy, one that nobody's ever had before. Uh, oh, was, was that what we today. tried first? That was the first <laughs> That was great, by the yeah, way. So that's 10.2% yeah. ABV. Oh, shit. It's everything you love about psychopathy, just high octane. Uh, yeah, I was so, wondering why I've been sending dirty texts this yeah. entire meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so we will have uh, we'll have another uh, a stout on as well. Uh, we took our Ravens Tower and we aged it in new Ra uh, new Rift bourbon barrels. Uh, we this is our celebratory anniversary uh, decade beer. We call it Decennium. Uh, basically, it's ten point six percent ABV. Uh, like I said, new Rift barrels, uh, local distiller. Uh, it's just you know everything you love about Cincinnati and a nice ten point six percent glass. Um, Boom. But yeah, yeah, those. I just want you folks to know there is not a teleprompter behind. That, that screen, <laughs> Sam is just nailing it. Oh, I'm, I'm super impressed. I honestly. might talk about this stuff a lot, but somebody pays me to, so you know, I might, might as well be good at it. Well, you just uh, got to mix your passion with a paycheck. It's two of the three P's that are important in life. God dang right. You can pick the third one. That's whatever yeah. you're into. So yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to be into. Yeah. I Profit. Won't go, I won't go through all the, I'm not going to go through all the beers because there's too many to name. But be there. Everything's going to be awesome. It starts at 5 p.m. at both locations. Show up. You get to take a glass home with you. Uh, there'll be stickers. There'll be koozies. There'll be all that fun stuff. There'll you be want. Sam. So. There'll be me and, and free I, hugs and he's giving out free, drum solos for no free hugs and spin kicks he says day. that but Very i'm gonna nice. get a drum kit in <laughs> I here believe actually that somebody's oh, gonna get their head linked i think of that That'd if you great. bring if, if he brings a drum kit in here you're getting a drum solo I, let me give a shout out to my buddy at the drum history podcast because he's just got me hip to a small kit that i am probably gonna buy for the studio so Boom, i'm I, this is not a joke this is an absolute threat we're, we're jamming, dude. You're gonna threaten me. You're gonna threaten me with a good time. <laughs> Do it. I'm bringing the beer. I love and it. And the pizza. And you I should make you clear. Can project this to the whole store. Oh yeah. Can you project the studio to the whole store. We actually can run. So I don't think I have it turned on right now, but I can actually project to this room and to the parking lot, which is very fun. Every so often, I like to just connect my playlist and be like, "All right, what's everybody listening oh, to no. today? Nice. What weird things can I broadcast in public?" I can that thing up and go like, "Hey, you. Why are you putting that there?" <laughs> you are you going to put that in the back right next to the eggs? <laughs> you're going to break that. You're like, yeah, soft goes on top. Right, yeah. You know. Have you never bagged your own groceries? Yeah, everybody <laughs> else should just check out matchrebrew.com and all our socials for all the other cool stuff. Uh, huge bonanza party coming up Saturday the 25th. Thank you. Yep. So make I got sure a text come. about it today. Good. Perfect. I was going to write something snarky back, but I forget who answers it. But usually I think it's Mike. 
It might or at least be. he responds uh, to me. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, because I'll make he he and I have nice. this like terrible, not funny running joke about me wearing sweatpants to the brewery, and <laughs> so then I'll just be like, "What's your sweatpants policy?" And then like an hour or two later, I get a message oh, from someone who I shit. can only assume is Mike. I mean, I'll give you something on Mike. Oh yes, yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he, came, he came from you know a very large hospital network. And, really? Uh, yeah, and his first day because he doesn't seem like he's helped anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. His first day at work, he gets there a little bit before I do, and I come rolling in. I'm like, "Who's this motherfucker wearing board shorts to work?" I mean, we we, we don't have a dress code, right? Sure, but but his but first maybe. his first day at work, he's wearing board shorts. He didn't have long hair to let down. Yeah, <laughs> first day still working on his. He didn't have to have a collar on. Oh my god, <laughs> still working on his I beard. I can't believe I'm a customer with sweatpants. He's a work. Oh my gosh, the board shorts. Like he is never gonna hear the end of this. Like now, you need, now you need to send a, uh, an email that says, "What's your board short policy?" <laughs> I'm responding to that text right now. We're gonna see how quickly he answers. We do. I'm gonna ask him if he has any board shorts I can borrow. <laughs> we, we do call him Toby, and he acts just like Toby. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah, yeah he's just sucking the fun out of the room. <laughs> Sorry, that's the double psychopathy talking, Mike, and my personal feelings. <laughs> so I think this pint night's gonna be so much fun that I'm gonna be on vacation that day and I'm still coming anyway. Oh, that's awesome. So you're virtual? No, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm gonna show up. Oh, I'm, nice. one of, I'm gonna break one of my cardinal rules is when I'm on vacation, I don't come to Jungle Gyms. And Just wear a Hawaiian shirt. It'll feel like you're on vacation. I might, and then a hat, and ask people for tips because I want to move to Hawaii and fight. Do it. I, you know how much well, we'll let. Well, since Nick's scooting out, we'll just call this on this one, and I will just say this: Congratulations thank again, you. guys. Seriously, thank, thank you, you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks thank for being yeah. willing to do this. I and uh, seriously, Kenny, thank you for investing in me when I wasn't important. Uh, and now you were right, clearly. But uh, it really meant a lot when you guys came to my old show. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. And the rest of you, I mean, you guys are cool, but well, you know. <laughs> so everybody, keep in mind. Uh, February 17th at Jungle Gyms Eastgate, we're doing a 10 beer tap takeover pint and night. I should mention this might not air before that. So, but uh, still tell them, I'll put, I'll cut it out and put it on social. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I just about. want to make sure for the final edit when I inevitably this. forget. And then action. Yeah, exactly. So guys, don't for, God damn it. Everyone. Start over. No, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm leaving this all in. Every, everybody, every, I'm yeah, here exactly, for right. chaos. So uh, February 17th, guys, don't forget, we're gonna be at Jungle Gym's Eastgate. It's a 10 tap takeover pint night. We're gonna have 10 beers from Mad Tree. You get to take a glass home with you. It'll be a ton of fun. We're gonna repeat fun, few different beers, uh, March 10th at here at the Fairfield store as well. Uh, between that time though, don't forget that February 25th, starting at 11 a.m. at the brewery, we're gonna be doing our Bonanza celebration. It'll be all the Mad Tree beers you love. We're gonna have a ton of guest breweries there as well. Everybody from Little Fish to Fat Hedge, Jackie O's, Urban Artifact, uh, literally all your favorite Sonder, oh, cool. Columbus Brewing, there'll be a ton of different beers, Creature Comforts, just about everybody you can think of that you like their beers. Um, we're gonna have music, live music, karaoke, uh, there'll be brunch, there'll be a ton of fun stuff. It looks like brunch is going on. Oh, there's too much information. <laughs> Are you guys still doing the brunch bingo thing? Is that yeah, a thing? Yeah, so brunch bingo, that's what I was getting ready to talk about. 9.45 oh, cool. to 11 a.m. It's a ticketed event. Is that also on the 25th? Yes, or, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. it'll be a ticketed event. It doesn't technically include, it's not counted as part of Bonanza, but it is part of the festivities of Bonanza. And they can get all that information on Mad Tree Brew um, you can go to madtree.com. Oh, madtree.com. Um, yeah, there'll be, a, there'll be a cake brewing, a cake brewing, cake baking contest with uh, Cincinnati Magazine utilizing Mad Tree ingredients and themes. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, so all, all kinds of cool fun stuff. Uh, if you have never been to Bonanza before, this is our return. It's going to be a blast. Uh, I recommend you get there uh, and obviously come to both Jungle Gyms for our pint nights as well. I'm into this. I'll give that recommendation as well. Thanks, Thank Sam. You. Appreciate it. And guys, Brady. Kenny, thank you so much. <laughs> I feel like, oh, I forgot your name for a split second. And uh, no, cutting aside. Let's not, guys, let's not forget to forget, uh, to uh, thank uh, Jungle Gyms. Oh, that's fine. They have been a fantastic partner for ten years. Ferdinand, especially, he has uh, kept his thumb on the pulse and made sure we are front and center. So, thank you, Ferdinand. Uh, we appreciate you guys. And again, thank, Mark, you, thank you for bringing us in today. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my pleasure for real, guys. Yeah, seriously, thank you. I appreciate you guys continuously <clears throat> making good beer. I mean, there's been like two that I didn't like, but it's, that's fine. You know, it's personal preference, but they're probably off the menu anyway right well at this point yeah i mean once i told him i didn't like it that's like, why we killed him <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's talking about brunch so hard and cucumber it's fine that's right Fer <laughs> Fer oh, i didn't like those either you're good yeah see you're not you're not in bad company man oh that's amazing okay cool well thanks again guys i don't know how i'll just cut this out cheers mark well everyone thank you so much for joining us today thank you madry for coming out thank you hot sauce mike thanks jim and allison 
And hey, if you're a manager here that watches our show, send me these samples. I'd love to promote the new products that we get in the store. I don't know about you all listening, but I feel like a really fun thing for me would be to pull new product in the store all the time. Maybe that could be like a recurring bit at the top of every episode. Like, hey, here's something that's new that's in. I can tell you where to find it. At least, you know, I mentioned here, this one was located in International. I'm in Fairfield. Uh, they'll probably be in a similar location at Eastgate, but just don't quote me on the specificity. Uh, these Matt's Bakery Cranberry Cookies are really, really good. I'm looking for... Oh, I should mention, uh, it says they're all natural ingredients and they're dairy-free. How fun. Um, I'd like more dairy in my cookies, Matt's. I'm kidding. I mean, I guess I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm down either way. Um, on that, yeah, you know, and Jungle Gems are always a fun place to find weird stuff like this. So uh, come in and try this Peepsy, too, if you really were wondering how powerful your pancreas and kidneys are. Uh, I just found out they're going great. Huge thanks. Thanks, genetics. Okay, I'm, uh, this is it. You can tell probably from both looking at me and hearing me this week. I'm just going to jump off here right now. And I hope you all have a great week. Thank you so much for watching the show. We've got some fun. I've got a really interesting episode coming up next week. I've got a bunch of doctors in here. And they let me play with an operating robot. Well, play is a relative term. I mean, I, everything I do is fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. And we're having an event here in the store for free on both March 7th and 8th about this. So check that out. Get ready. Uh, pint night from Mad Tree this Friday. There's all kinds of good stuff. So, okay. Thanks so much. I hope you all have a great week. And in the meantime, I will see you out there in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.